Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, good morning, whatever time it is for you. Welcome to this podcast of Catch the Flight Back Home. This podcast will provide you um, a series of episodes of my travel. And this is just a one week before I'm leaving. So it's going to be interesting. Going to teach you a little bit about traveling, how to do stuff. Um, and you're going to experience my way of traveling and how you're going to feel it as well. Because it's going to be really interesting. So catch up. So welcome again. Uh, this is uh, David from the Netherlands and um, I'm going to tell you today um, about uh, what I'm going to do this summer. It's now the 1st of July in Utrecht, the Netherlands and I'm pretty excited because this week I'm going to make a big travel of two months to Kyrgyzstan. And it's not about flying there, I'm going to hitchhike to Kyrgyzstan and in this episode I would like to introduce you about how I'm going, uh, which direction I'm going, and um, yeah, in in how I'm gonna manage my travel, because it's gonna be really exciting. Um, it's gonna be challenging, hard, tough, but also a lot of fun, and that what you shouldn't like forget, because a lot of people think always like, oh man, you're gonna hitchhike, it's gonna be so tiring, and blah blah blah. But people gonna see you and help you out because they see you're struggling so sometimes they because of your situation people are more likely to help you or they say okay this is a spot you should camp or this is a spot you should be or you know I will take half an hour of my normal journey to bring you to a nice place that's what I've seen a lot of times and it's not only you take advantage of those people but those people they are actually willing to help you and Time is not everything. I think people have a lot of time, but they don't know how to use it sometimes. I mean, that's a whole other philosophy. But let's see. Let's start with my journey, and I will introduce a little bit about myself now. I am David. Uh, I'm 25 years old, uh, living for, I think, two years now in Utrecht, and in a nice room in the city center. So it's a little bit, not the oldest part, but it's a nice place of the of the city. And I'm um, studying in Rotterdam, it's an hour from here. Geography, teaching, so that's my uh, my thing. And yeah, with this travel I'm going to have a little bit of a, um experience because I'm studying uh, ge- geography, so it's kind of linking to my uh, what I'm studying. And this is also a study project, so next to... This podcast, it's also like a project where I want to go to places and get some stories from people about the stuff I see on the road. And I can use in my, uh, while I'm teaching, I can use this for as a material. So that's quite cool. Um, so it's not only choose to experience and to have holiday, it's also quite serious and sometimes because I, and it actually is good for me because sometimes I need some boundaries because too much freedom is also not good for a person, but I like to get the freedom, but sometimes to have a certain direction is kind of good. And I think I will notice this travel that having guidelines is actually really good to have. And to have a good mix between the freedom of not to know where you're going, to have a point where you want to do something practically and want to do some 
interviews with some particular people or getting information or making pictures of certain places so yeah that's a little bit it so i'm gonna capture this place this this travel i'm gonna capture it with my uh podcast but that's not a that's not my my goal my goal is just to have some of the podcast but mostly of the time i will try to um make it with photos so uh to capture pictures and have stories of those people or places where i am and so i have um a good canon photograph photograph photo photo camera and i do like to make pictures so it's a kind of good combination uh and i like to explore places like this so this is you know the highlight of my year just to get my uh, my full potential in in the in the game let's say so i'm pretty much excited excited i don't have really expectations so I don't really know what I'm going to make pictures of, but most of the time it will come to me and I will have the opportunities laying down for me. So I never have some particular uh, subjects. I do have a little bit of them this time, but at at the end I will get to know so I will get in so many interesting places that I really don't have to search for it. It's just when I don't know what to do, I have those guidelines just to pick up that for example i have some places i want to point out in russia i think but most of the time i would like to you know go to a certain place and just talk with people and ask them guys do you have some you know information about a certain place or can you maybe explain me something about this or that and then they probably come with something completely different what is way more cooler so um what I'm doing now it's I have a few days to go I have to work tomorrow and after work I'm pretty much I have my holiday will start so that's going to be quite nice. Um yeah I still have to do some work but then I'm finished. Um so which road I'm going to take um this road it's going to lead to Kyrgyzstan I didn't take the fastest road and maybe it's the fastest road but if you take a whole line from the netherlands to kyrgyzstan then you go through another place through russia but i really want to see moscow so moscow is going to be one of my not a highlight but it's going to be a place where i will stay maybe for longer than a week and then i will head down south towards kazakhstan so that's a little bit of my guideline first i can go to germany poland from Poland to go to Kiev. I don't know if I'm going to stay in Kiev for long, but I have to get my visa for Uzbekistan, probably there or in Moscow, but I'm not sure yet. So in Kiev I will stay maybe for a couple of days, then I move up to to Moscow, what is a really long way. And but it's beautiful, there's a lot of nice nature in in in, in especially Ukraine, so I will uh, have a lot of good times there, but definitely also hot because it's everywhere hot now in in Europe it's really hot in the Netherlands now we have we never had such a hot hot summer ever measured so it's going to be more hot there i think and it's also a combination because actually it's nice weather in the Netherlands because normally we have a lot of rain but now it's just really comfortable it's like straight 25 degrees without any uh, normally it's really humid here but now it's just perfect it's like being in Spain or something like the nature even doesn't know what to do but besides that i think in russia it's going to be really hot as well 
so it's going to be a little bit um, challenging for sure um, so I hitchhike through Russia and then I go to Kazakhstan and Uzbekistan and Uzbekistan I go to the Central Asia and that's actually already Central Asia but I mean uh, Kyrgyzstan that's my destination from that point I have a flight back so that's why I call this whole um, podcast catch the flight back home um, yeah why I'm doing this I already told you it's a project but the the main goal is just to have a own experience from this place to see a little bit of the Silk Route, to see a little bit of the old Soviet-style places, to experience this crazy culture of drinking vodka every day, what I have to be really careful about, by the way. I have to be really aware that I shouldn't drink too much, because I'm pretty easily, you know, pretty easily um, in touch with people, so... That's scary because in in what in 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 Russia it's it's really not accepted when you drink one vodka that you stop, so it's like every shot counts and it will just be you know a rolling night and then you end up the next day, and the next day they start already. I've I've experienced last week in last year in Georgia, to be in this you know spiral. So you drink a lot and then you drink a lot and then you drink a lot and then eventually you will end up somewhere laying down into a fence or something. At least that was my story last year. But that's not only the thing I have to carry about, but, you know, you don't want to be drunk and in some strange places where you have always bad people. But most of the time, people, they care about you. So that's really cool. People are nice to strangers. Most of the time in a lot of places in the world. And especially in places like that where not so many tourists come, it's mostly uncommon. So people will protect you in a certain way. What is nice... But they also can take advantage of it when it goes really not good. Um, so am I scared? Not, no, not so much, but I am aware. So I have been traveling for a bit, so I know a little bit about how people somehow act in a certain way. Um, so, yeah, preparation is experience. So experience is my kind of preparations because then you can just dive in random places and get yourself out and experience the good stuff you want to experience. So that's a little bit of my goal and to, you know, go up and down, go up and down and camp, swim, um, you know, everything you want from a travel I would like to experience this time and it's going to be alone sometimes, I'm aware of that and maybe some people ask me like how are you going to do that alone like you're going to camp every day or what and i'm so yeah maybe it's going to be tough you know because being alone all the time is not fun and you know you have to cook for yourself you have to clean by yourself you have to do everything by yourself what can be really you know disturbing sometimes but yeah it's going to be interesting so um like now I'm making this podcast. I will do the podcast at the same. It's, it's going to be a diary, let's say. It's going to be a, um, a topic about my individual story. Um, what is in, in one one way, it's really boring. But I know if I would do this with someone else, like last year I was traveling, then I won't do this. So it's an opportunity for me. Like as well, making pictures. I like to make pictures, but I will only make pictures when I am by myself most of the time because when I'm with a person I'm distracted by that 
Um, but it's going to be a nice story. So it's going to be a good story. Um, but I would like to share it with people because I, I want to awake people basically to do the same because I know a lot of people are are able to do this or wanting to do this and they're like, yeah, but I cannot do this because I have this and that and this and that. But if you know what, what you gain, you will do it because it's so beneficial for life. It's it, it's it's You cannot put this next to going to going out with friends or something this is such a higher level of of enlightenment you know it's it's really a new thing and i believe people are born to travel it's inside their head it's it's there is a brain it's, it's a part of your brain who is made for exploration you know it's something what is biologically dri- we are biologically driven to explore and i think um men are more in this than women for example so it has to do with safety but men are really eager to to explore and to survive and you know what is actually not really a stupid thought it's just the way it goes or how we evolutionary have been been where we are now so somehow it's 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 something what we never do anymore in our lives but when you do it you feel like being so alive you know you feel like yeah this is this is life and i don't think it's the way um uh, it's because we 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 never do this anymore but i think we gradually forget that this is such a big part of our life and we travel so much these days that nothing is far enough like when you go to work you go to some random place uh, with your car or train so you travel actually a lot but this kind of travel is such a different thing because and I think the reason why we want to travel that far is because, you know, previous days, small villages had so much cultural differences. So you could just move to another village where you had completely different language. But nowadays you have to travel like at least 500 kilometers to have a sense of a different culture. And this feeling, what is strange for you, but also really exciting, you have to travel far, really far for that, getting that sense of feeling. So basically what I'm doing is getting far to get this feeling what pe- previously people had in, in, in traveling to another village. And it has to do with internationalization or what else. But it's actually funny to think about because I was reading a book and it was about the Netherlands and their immigration, how it worked in the um, in, in the last past 100 years. And even 100 years ago, in the Netherlands, there were so many different villages with different languages. Now you only hear the accent of people, but the previous days it was so crazy. In every village you had a different language. You could not even understand each other from if you walked to the south to the north. And still there is some kind of touch of this left in the voice of the people, but it starts to disappear really quickly. So that's a little bit sad. And I think there's a lot of there's a lot of research done on this, like how how many languages every year disappear because of this reason. And it's mainly because efficiency for governments. You know, they really push their language in certain regions to 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 make it easier to spread out some message or to spread out information. So yes.